We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome into Candlestick Chronicles, a 49ers podcast on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I'm Kyle Madsen. I write about the 49ers over at NinersWire.com, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. Joining me shortly is Chris Biederman. He covers the 49ers for the Sacramento Bee. And Eric Branch is going to join the podcast today. He is the 49ers beat writer for the San Francisco Chronicle. All around terrific human. I was going to say good guy, but that's too like generic. Like, oh, all around good guy. Eric Branch is genuinely... A, a terrific guy took some time out to hang out with us, talk about the 49ers offseason, namely the Jimmy Garoppolo and the quarterback situation and um, whether the 49ers have actually gotten better over the course of this offseason. So we're going to get to that. But first, Jed York spoke and there's something I want to talk about. Let's dive in. Blue wire. Hey, this is George Kittle and you're listening to Candlestick Chronicles. Okay, so I don't want to delay Eric Branch too awful long because talking with him is is always great. It's always very funny. But Jed York spoke at the owners' meetings, and um, I actually think that that Jed has righted his ship a lot, and I think he does a pretty good job of being hands off while also kind of being the face of the team and being out there when he needs to be in this and that. So he talked at the owners meetings and he's ultimately like what he has to say about the football stuff. He just kind of says, you know, we'll get to the salary cap. Like we'll pay what we got to pay. It, it is what, you know, cool. But when he compared more or less the Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance situation to Joe Montana and Steve Young, I <laughs> spiked my phone. <laughs> I was watching a video. NBC sports put up the video. <laughs> And it's just like, I get the desire to do that. Like you want to hearken back to the, the, the golden era of 49ers football. And you'd love to think that Trey Lance is going to be Steve Young. Like he's a hall of famer. That's a win for the 49ers. But it turns out like there are a couple of things. One, Jimmy Garoppolo is not Joe Montana, in my opinion. In your opinion. Okay. In my, in my personal opinion. 
All right. That's fair. And I guess you can said, make that case. <laughs> he said, he said, this is, he said that Steve Young sat for four years and he would, he had the competitive drive to do that. He would hope that Trey Lance has that same competitive drive if he has to sit for four years. The problem with that is like, Joe Montana was the MVP of the league in 1989 and 1990. They won Super Bowls. He was an all pro in 1987, the year that they they acquired Montana or are young and they got young for a second and fourth round picks, not three first round picks like it was a oh, here's a possible reclamation project. Let's bring this guy in and Joe Montana. He's he gets hurt and, you know, he's getting into his 30s. So just have a have a better backup option. Yeah, it wasn't mortgaging the future for yeah, it would, but it wasn't a like disaster that Steve Young sat for four years. If Trey Lance sits his entire rookie contract, I'm not worried about his competitive drive. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I hear what you're saying and right. I think you're completely correct in that there should not be comparisons made to two hall of famers for, you know, I I'm fairly confident in saying Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to be a hall of famer. Um, we, wow. it would, Certainly. it would be, I mean, Trey Lance is very talented, but I it, it's impossible for anybody to say that they think they're that he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Also, I think Jed's point was if Steve Young can sit and wait, then Trey Lance can sit and wait. That was kind of my takeaway, which. You know, like, is it even necessary to say no, but it, it falls in line with sort of everything else Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch have said from the standpoint of like we're not in a rush to move Jimmy. Like we'll move, we want to move Jimmy, but we'll move him when the situation's right for us to do it, which I don't fully believe because ultimately if final cuts are here and they have an opportunity and Jimmy Garoppolo does not overtake Trey Lance to be the starting quarterback, which I don't think he will. Like they're going to have to cut him, I think, or just Mm -hmm. offload him for a late round pick. And so they're in this mode of like, we just got to talk about Jimmy Garoppolo like he's still a viable NFL quarterback. So someone will treat him as such in a trade. And that's sort of what their talking points have been centered around. But yeah, I mean, to invoke Steve Young and Joe Montana is, you know, I mean, if you're the owner of the 49ers, I guess you can do that and use it as an allegory for this, but it's, I, I I'm with you in that this does not apply and they're completely different situations. But I th- ultimately, I think he was just saying if Steve Young can wait, then Trey Lance can wait. Steve Young was like two and 16 as a starter or something in the NFL when he got to the 49ers. It's just so different. They're there. I get what he's saying. And I, I, but, but also I don't, <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, well, if Steve Young could do it, like, it's, it's so different. Like it isn't, Hey, Trey Lance needs to start because he's anxious and do, like, no, it's, it's that he's their best option. Right. I just, or I, I mean, I'm assuming he's going to be their best option. I feel pretty confident he will be like, just based on the level that he improved from watching him at OTAs to the start of training camp when, you know, mm-hmm. the first couple of weeks of training camp, I was like, Trey Lance is a guy like start him. He's way more talented. Yeah. He, you're going to go through some, you know, ups and downs with him as a rookie, but like, he's way more talented. Just 
just let him go. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, that didn't happen, of course. But after seeing that and knowing how much Trey Lance could grow based on just his overall talent level, like I'm very optimistic because you know you see that talent and all those physical traits and whatever. But there's also you know, and, and I've said this before and everybody else has said it, but like you, you're betting on a very high quality human. Right. Right. So like a, a lot of times if you believe in the person and you you have a, a he's a high character guy and has a great work ethic and then you match that with elite physical tools, a lot of times that guy turns into a very good player. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm optimistic about Trey Lance, but he still has to do it. But he's been in L.A. really since like early March, late February, mm-hmm. working, working on his craft with John Beck and everybody else and Brandon Ayuk down there. So I think through getting all of the, all of the first team reps throughout the off season program, he's going to be the better option when training camp starts. Yeah, I think that's probably right. And the 49ers are, are hoping that, and they're betting on that, I think. And they're hoping that he's as good as Steve Young. <laughs> If he's as good as Steve Young, then the 49ers will be in fine shape. Bold. <laughs> you're willing to you're willing to put that out there? If he's as good as Steve Young, that they'll be they'll be a yeah. good football team. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna say that. If Trey right, Lance Tyler, is, leave it in. Leave it. <laughs> if Trey Lance is one of the 10 best quarterbacks of all time, the 49ers will be okay. You I can, think you I can tweet you. that. I, th- I think the okay. aggregators can have that one. Are you reporting that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's um I just needed to get that get that off my chest because I just thought it was it was pretty silly. Um let's get to our illuminating conversation with Eric. Yeah, Branch. Eric Branch is here. Let's let him in. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, Eric Branch is here. And Eric, as you know, a very big life event happened for me recently. You followed me on Twitter. So congratulations uh, on that. Yeah, yeah. I thought, you know, things were coming together in your life. And I said, you know, let's just tie a bow on this. 
and make it complete. You know, it was nice (laughs) to get married, but then when, you know, oh my gosh, Eric Branch is following me on Twitter. I've arrived. I'm sure that was the feeling. I think I sent a screenshot to Chris and Nick and was like, this is the best week of my life. (laughs) And and again, you know, we don't need to get into some of the obvious underlying questions. What the hell took so long? You know, what what was it? Did I have to arrive at this married status to get it? I have a question. Oh, Have you muted him yet? Oh, no. In fact, (laughs) I... um, Meant to. <laughs> I I should have given this a like, but I enjoyed it this morning. You had a little uh, a cheesecake uh, factory joke. I enjoyed. Oh, cool, great. That's good to know. Yeah, yeah. check out Kyle's Twitter for the uh, for the alleged <laughs> cheesecake factory joke. Eric, um, <laughs> th- thank you, thank you so much for coming on again. Um, last time we spoke to you, you were fresh off a trip. Uh, I believe to go visit Trey Lance uh, and his family and. Oh, yes. um, visit his high school and you also ate pasta from pizza hut with no utensils which is really the the main sticking point from my point of view about that trip and now we're talking to you fresh off a trip to the nfl owners meetings in florida so did you eat anything uh with your hands that you probably shouldn't have while you were there is my first i'll make this brief and i'll just say so when and when the season ended i'm about 5'11". Okay, this is going somewhere. Um, <laughs> but uh, so at the end of the NFL season, after the NFC Championship game, I was scared to do this, but I stepped on a scale and I weighed 218 pounds. Now, if you weigh, if you're five eleven, that's not a good weight. That's, okay, that's a that's a good weight for me. Like if I if I step on the scale and I'm two eighteen, I'm feeling okay. Well, that's a good weight if you're like um, it, like. <laughs> Maybe a a converted safety who's now an NFL linebacker who flies sideline to sideline. <laughs> sure. You know, like a rocked up 5'11", 218. Yeah. So anyway, I say all this to say, um, I, I like said to my wife, I I give you total control. I won't fight it. Just I cannot do this. Like this, oh, belt, no. this belt no longer works. Oh, um, no. And so anyway, uh, I said I was going to be brief, but um, okay. so there was no, I'm on a no sugar, no flour. Um, oh, no. My wife said it's not diet. It's like, a, she says it's more like a, a healthier eating style. But I noted that I feel, I st- feel like I'm starving a lot. So it feels like a diet. Um, well, you look great. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm down to 201. Okay. Wow. Okay. I was hoping someone was going to say, hey, you don't look 218. You look wonderful. <laughs> well, from your shoulders up, you definitely look below two bills. So <laughs> congratulations. Right, right. So uh, that was all going to to answer your question of like, I did not have really good food there. Um, okay. Uh, mm. you know, they, did, they did have some nice food at the Breakers Hotel offered to the media. Um, but I went for more of the, the salad stuff. So. As one outside will. of a couple of beers, I stuck to my starvation, healthy eating plan. Okay. Well, speaking of good flour and di- beer, so I think you're set there. Yeah. I, I think that was not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, speaking of good diets, somebody who is on a good diet is Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, <laughs> so 
Uh, this segment brought to you by Subway. Yeah. <laughs> so, Eric, um, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch sort of broke their silence, basically saying what um, we had all sort of been led to believe, which seems to differ from like the outside discussion uh, about how the 49ers have handled everything and whether or not they've they've handled this poorly and, and all of those things. So it seems like listening to them, none of this was unexpected and the off season has kind of gone according to plan, save for Jimmy Garoppolo needing surgery and not being able to get traded. Do you think, do you think they're telling the truth? Like, do you think they got what they wanted to get done in free agency um, by getting Charvarius Ward and, and some of the other guys sort of on the margins of the roster rather than having Jimmy Garoppolo's cap space available to maybe be a little bit more aggressive? I do. And just because, you know, they obviously restructured Armstead and Kittle and there was more there. I mean, they could have done other restructures, could have signed Jimmy Ward to an extension. I mean, there were more financial gymnastics they could have pulled off to create more cap space. Um, And if they were really, really desperate um, for for, or, or felt really strongly about a guy out there, you know, whether it was, oh gosh, you know, we just have to get Chandler Jones. I really do think they, they could have done that um, if they felt compelled to. Um, And maybe I'm just buying the company line, but um, you know, I think in general, because people said, well, you know, they never do anything in free agency anyway. And that's, I mean, uh, yes and no. They do, but they're kind of bad at it, to be honest. Yeah. I, I mean, they, they've, Signed notable free agents. They've made a trade for D four. That was that was the a bad thing um, to do. Um, but anyway, to answer your question, yeah, I, I guess I'm buying the company line if it, if that's what it is. Um, just because th- there was more out there, there was m- more meat on the bone to mess with the salary cap and, and create more cap space. And um, I just I feel like you know once they before free agency restructured Kittle and Armstead created what sixteen seventeen million. They're like, you know, that's what we need to do to do what we want to do. Now, I think we can argue about whether that's a good idea or that that was a great strategy. But I do think, you know, they didn't they weren't looking to go wild uh, in free agency. What would you have done if they had called you and said, hey, Eric, should we if we can't trade Jimmy Garoppolo, should we cut him or keep him on the roster? Uh, what choice would you have made? I've been of the mind of like, just let's to move on. Um, I mean, just for a number of reasons, but, you know, saying that, I I guess backing up, I understand why they, where they're coming from. Like they can afford to be patient and you never know what's going to happen, say in July. And, you know, why not wait a couple months and get a fourth round draft pick, let's say, um, theorizing rather than get nothing um for him but i I just think it's just like you know this is i don't know is it damaging i'm not sure but it's still kind of hanging over their head um and just make a clean break um i mean another part of it is to do right by jimmy garoppolo and i know it's the nfl and and all that um and so maybe there's not much room for uh you know doing right by by this guy um but, you know, just cut him loose, give him a chance to sign with the team. Um, and um, I think, 
you know, to me, again, it's not my team. So maybe I just don't care about a fourth round draft pick. Um, (laughs) I just think there's a value in cutting the cord saying, Trey Lance, it's your team. And I'm sure we can get into kind of spinning it forward. What would the future look like? Uh, But yeah, I've been thinking just release them and get, get it over with. Yeah. So, so uh, I'm glad you, you hit us with that segue because that's where I was going. Like the, the big question now is what does training camp look like? Because I would assume that, you know, barring Trey Lance stays healthy throughout the off season program. If he's getting all of the first team reps during OTAs, then even if Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy at the end of July, when training camp starts, Trey Lance would be the number one guy just because obviously Jimmy's got to get his arm back in throwing shape. And that's probably not going to be an immediate process, right? Like, I don't think I I find it unlikely that after, you know, not throwing for five or six months that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to come in and hit the ground running when it comes to training camp. So then Jimmy Garoppolo as a backup, I mean, it just feels like an awkward situation. And then is Kyle Shanahan going to be open? Like, I know he'll say he's open to this because he has to maintain Jimmy Garoppolo's trade value. But is Kyle Shanahan going to be open to the idea of of Jimmy Garoppolo potentially beating out Trey Lance? And like, how bad would Trey Lance have to look for that to happen? Or, I mean, I I don't know. I just uh, like, what do you think training camp's going to look like? Because that to me is the most fascinating question remaining for this offseason, barring the draft and all that stuff. Yeah, well, I think from from Shanahan, you know, Lynch was putting holding his cards a little closer to the vest as far as kind of like, you know, we really could keep Jimmy, you know, throughout the 2022 season. Did you hear me? We really could do this. Uh, you know? <laughs> and Shanahan um, was less, I used this word in my newspaper article and I liked it, was less circumspect. Um, and so I, the vibe you know, I got from Shanahan, it wasn't just a vibe, it was his words were like, look, here's the deal. We were very close to trading Jimmy Garoppolo. He then had to get shoulder surgery. Obviously that halted trade talks. Now we're in kind of this waiting mode and Trey Lance doesn't have to fret about anything because he knows the deal. And it was in response to a question about, you know, undermining Trey Lance and how everything should really be, be geared towards supporting Trey Lance and, and making everything, whether it's you know, the offensive line around him or his, you know, the general atmosphere of the team conducive to him flourishing in his second season as he takes over. And so that was Shanahan's response. Like, yeah, I get the I get the question, but you know, kind of like guys, you know, wink wink nudge nudge, don't you understand what's going on here? And so I, I do, you know, look Shanahan and, and John Lynch are, are, you know, not hardly flawless, but I do, you know, respect them and kind of their intelligence, just about team dynamics. Um, you know, I think they're a little, their emotional IQ is a little better than, than, you know, a lot of people in their roles in the NFL. And I do think there's an understanding that this is going to be, you know, if last year was slightly awkward, but everyone overcame it. You know, this is going to be multiplied uh, by a factor of a lot. And, um, you know, you have Jimmy Garoppolo, who's very well liked. And, and you know, it doesn't mean it's going to be like junior high. But, you know, the, you know, as you mentioned, probably in this 
you know, as we're kind of imagining this, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo is still there in training camp and Trey Lance has a horrible, you know, five pick day like Garoppolo had a couple of years ago in, in training camp and Jimmy Garoppolo looks great. It's like, well, you know, I mean, you know, how quickly, you know, from yeah. day to day in training camp and um, it's just unnecessary drama. Um, they should have released him already. Uh, so, <laughs> And then it, just to go on with this, I, I mean, as they say, we, you know, geez, you know, there are worse things to have, you know, two capable quarterbacks like Jimmy and Trey, but are they really, okay. Let, so let's say that they don't, they keep him at 25 million or whatever his, his salary is. And so they say, look at us, you know, yeah, we're, we, we care so much about the quarterback position. We're going to have a $25 million backup. There's and no then way. are you okay? So then, by the regular season, that's going to be guaranteed. Jimmy Garoppolo's salary is going to be guaranteed. So you're telling me if Trey Lance gets hurt and he he hurt his knee and he broke his finger last year was when when you know barely playing. So then you're going to feel comfortable with Jimmy Garoppolo's guaranteed salary with his injury history going out on the field and risking a serious injury and you're going to owe him all that money. Yes. And the thing with that, and that's a great point, cap space rolls over. So even if you don't necessarily need Jimmy, all that cap space this year to re-sign or to extend Nick Bosa and Debo Samuel, you're going to love to have that cap space rolled over into 2023 when those guys are making 25 million a year each of them you know like they so they absolutely need that cap space so it the whole lot like i i there are a lot of national reporters who say yeah the 49ers are really open to this it's like it really just doesn't make any sense for them to do that the national reporters have said what i didn't hear what you said the the national reporters have and and i'm not you know crapping on on national reporters but they a lot of them are, are are really buying the company line that like oh yeah they're super willing to carry Jimmy Garoppolo's money into next season. And to me, that just doesn't track because of course they want to say that because they're not going to lose any leverage in trade talks, but it just doesn't make any tangible sense to actually do that. Like that to me is just kind of ridiculous all for the sake of getting, you know, a fourth, fourth, third, fourth round pick, whatever Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be worth when there is a trade market for him. Right. And I, I think all this, that's why, you know, I, tr- I don't truly believe Lynch and Shanahan I truly believe they have to go along with this Uh, they have to say these things they have to say there's no way we're going to release Jimmy Garoppolo because if they say we're going to release Jimmy Garoppolo why would anyone ever trade for Jimmy Garoppolo they'll say let's just wait for them to release him then we have to give him a draft pick so these are I mean it's just some common sense stuff as far as like of course they're not going to say this and and maybe they'll prove me wrong. And in my view, if they do and they keep Jimmy Garoppolo on the roster and, you know, you know, it's uh, whatever, it's a distraction. And then it's like, oh, well, he's our backup. Geez, we're hesitant about playing him because of reasons we just kind of outlined. Um, then I'll say, wow, you guys aren't as smart as I thought. Um, <laughs> so it just does not seem like a good idea. How do you think this ends? I the Jimmy Garoppolo thing, not the podcast. <laughs> yeah. 
it's me talking about eating pasta with my hands. That's <laughs> how this ends. Um, <laughs> we could only hope. In a car in South Dakota. Um, I, I think it ends is they, I don't know, I don't know the specifics, okay? Believe it or not, I do not know the specifics. Uh, you do make a predictions piece every year, and, and this I think is you're true. pretty good at it. So This is true. I think they will trade him before training camp for less than they would like, than they think he's valued or what his value is. Um, it is hard to figure out what the, who the team is that trades for him. I, um, I'm sure everyone saw this, um, but in a recent mailbag, I predicted he would be traded to the Texans for, I want to say, a 2023 fourth-round pick. Um, and I, I admit that there are elements of that that I have, tr- that you know, maybe you can't connect all the dots to that. Like, I mean, I don't truly believe the Texans are like, just like, oh my gosh, we cannot wait to see how Davis Mills, you know, performs and see if we use our franchise quarterback. Um, and there's a fair question to ask, like, why would the Texans who are clearly rebuilding aren't going to playoffs, you know, you know, invest anything in a quarterback like Garoppolo, who's probably not the long-term answer. Um, but I, I just think, you know, there's a relationship with Nick Casario and maybe just the idea of, you know, we can be a little more competitive and say they get a poor fifth round pick and they, you know, can, you know, Garoppolo at this point. Well, I'm not sure he's loving going to Jack Easterberry and the Texans, but, um, <laughs> you know, maybe it's like, okay, well, look, my options are so limited. I could hang out behind Trey Lance or I could actually be a starting quarterback somewhere. Uh, maybe, you know, for a lesser salary in the final year of my contract and, and parlay that into actually be going, going to a competent franchise in 2023. So I'm on the record as saying he'll be traded to the Texans. Okay. Um, I'm writing that down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Well, I mean, a lot of people around the Bay Area will be after the, after this. Yeah. So uh we'll get you out of here on this because we're running out of time i've uh it's a really important question is trey lance closer to josh allen or jake locker in your opinion oh wow i like the <laughs> I like the comparisons very well done thanks um well i'll say josh allen okay because i don't think, i agree with you <laughs> I, yeah i don't think I don't know if you remember the Jake Locker experience, but that was not not at all good. Um, and I do think just from, you know, I don't think we can make any sort of definitive statement about Trey Lance from a 71 passes and two starts last year. But I do think there was enough there to you say, like, he's not going to be a disaster. Like, he's not going to just be a complete flame out bust. Um there were some things like, huh, I thought he'd be a little more elusive. And, you know, so that you're saying, oh, okay, I'm not sure. And I think there's so legitimate questions about his accuracy and this and this and that. And, and so if he is just kind of a mid-level quarterback, that's going to be a disappointment. But Jake Locker was a horrible quarterback, and, and I don't right. think Trey Lance is going to be that. Okay. I mean, so I'm – Airing on the side of Josh Allen, but nowhere near ready to call up Josh Allen. Uh, re- real quick, assuming he's between Jake Locker and Josh Allen, 
if he's in that i don't have an answer i wonder who that is um someone in between if he's if he's as good as jimmy garoppolo like if he just production wise it's obviously going to look a little different but production wise if he's about the same are the 49ers better now than they were when they were playing in the nfc championship game if he's jimmy garoppolo Mm -hmm. ask i think they're gonna be very much the same (laughs) (laughs) same team I mean, right? Unless is this a trick question? No, I asked that. I asked that because there's all this because there's all this hand wringing. Um, granted, of course, a lot of it is is on the internet, but there's all this hand wringing about oh, the 49ers didn't do this, and oh, the 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 Rams oh, signed see. this guy, and and there's all these big moves happening. But okay. I still feel like the Niners are in a pretty good spot. I see. You mean just like if he's kind of he keeps the status quo at quarterback and just yeah. looking at the rest of the roster. Are, are they kind of last year's team? Is yeah. That, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't think there's good. I really don't. I mean, they've, I'm not, they, I mean, as far as the major things that have happened to their roster, they lost Tomlinson, they lost DJ Jones, I guess you could throw Arden key in there. And then those guys are, we think going to be replaced by Aaron Banks. Who's a, like, who knows? Javon Kinlaw, who we think we know is not going to be healthy. Um, and Kerry Hyder, who, you know, I, again, I don't know if Arden Key is, you know, a, a significant enough player to throw in there, but not in the first round. And, and so we're obviously not done yet, but I think we're, it's pretty clear we're done with free agency. So I don't think, you know, their roster on paper right now, is as good they would argue and that and Lynch and Shanahan both kind of hit this um at the owners meetings that you know we've got young players who are, are going to develop and um and, and you know so that that's going to help us and people aren't factoring that in but you know I think um as you look at just say the interior line if it's Aaron Banks and I mean and you know, a center like Alex Mack, you know, in a year could be the one, you know, he obviously drops off the cliff. He was pretty good last year, but you know, what if he's not as good and just kind of shows he's, you know, whatever, 37 years old. And then you know, right guard is looking like scrappy little Danny Brunskill or, or Jalen Moore. Little Danny Brunskill. <laughs> <laughs> no. well, it's he's tough to beat that, out. <laughs> he, he weighs more than 218 pounds. He does. Um, but I mean, that, that's, you know, and and you've got young Trey Lance back there. That is not a wonderful interior Robinson line. And it's not like, well, you know, there's that free agent, you know, that we could add right now. And that, that would take care of the other question mark at guard. Aaron Banks would think is the, is the other answer. It's going to have to be kind of these, you know, a, a late, you know, free agent signing. I'm talking like a, a Brandon Fusco. <laughs> you know? Oh, right. Yeah. Bringing it back. Yeah. That's a little bit of a poll. Just trying to impress you guys with. Um, yeah. Very impressed. Or, or it's going to be, you know, a, a rookie guard. Um, you know, uh, another Lake and Tomlinson probably isn't walking through that door unless they pull off another brilliant trade like they did for Lake and Tomlinson a week before the. <laughs> 2017 season. Yeah, Zane Beatles isn't walking through that door either. Oh, oh you chopped me. <laughs> That's better. 
Um, well, Eric, thank you so much for coming on. Um, it's a pleasure to speak to you as always. And you look great. Um, oh, it, so don't, don't, don't worry yeah. about the weight thing. We'll, we'll get that handled. And, it, and if you are worried about belts, I know some great, uh, some great companies that make pants with no belts and elastic drawstrings. I'm a, I'm a big fan of those. So well, that, that means there was a belt. black belt. I can actually now buckle it. Okay, good. Buy, right. Right. Okay. The 17 pounds That's excellent. of that shed have allowed me to get that belt back in circulation. Okay, great. Well, oh, I look that. forward to seeing you very soon, hopefully. Um, and thanks, thanks again for coming on, man. It's always a blast to see you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me, guys. It's, it's always great. And Kyle, again, congratulations. Maybe I'll, I'll see if I can follow you on Instagram. Maybe wow, a, that would be. Maybe. I don't know if I follow you on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big. Um, is it? Do you go IG? Is that the IG? Yeah, IG's, yeah. yeah. I'm not a big it. IG guy, but maybe I'll up my game, and you know, that would be a power move to you know have you be one of my yeah one of my, one of my big ads. Wow, <laughs> this is this is I love, just I love how this huge is month coming, for me. I, I love how this is coming together. Yeah, don't call it don't call it Insta. Insta is not. Not, not the move. I don't like. Yeah, I don't like the sound. All right. But I didn't know if IG was right. Yeah, IG is correct. Yeah. All right. I'm about to turn fifty, so I'm not. Yeah. Particularly hip. All right, we're gonna go, Eric. <laughs> nice <laughs> to hey, talk to you. Did you say you had that hard out? Uh, all right. Uh, you had a hard out three minutes ago. No, I know. All right. Okay. Be good, all. All right, you too, right. man. Talk Jared. soon. All right, thanks. <laughs>